Michelle Constant on SAFM. So it is 8.21 and you know, if you like feeling like you're not quite ready for your cup of coffee this morning, well, why not have a cup of buchu tea? The question is, what is buchu and what does it do for us? There's been some excellent research around it. And on the line is Patrick Buich, who is the co-founder of Synaxa Life Sciences and a professor of immunology at Stellenbosch University. Professor, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. I've done your to you this morning. Prof, talk to us about what we mean by buchu being a miracle herb. It has been described as a miracle herb. It's also um, was also at one point described as nobles tea because only the wealthy could afford it in Europe. You're quite right, Michelle. You know, buchu. Firstly, you know, just for the listeners. It's, it's a plant. It's one of the indigenous plants. It's one of the um, fane boss, in fact, of the Western Cape. And it's been used for, you know, hundreds of years. In fact, when Jan van Riebeck arrived here, you know, the Khoisan were the, the people who actually taught the, the, the Jan van Riebeck, um, you know, people to how to use it. And they were using it as a tea to treat a lot of things like infections of the bladder and, and other ailments like allergies and what have you. But the book, in fact, is a plant that we've been researching now for almost 20 years. Yeah. Um, if you look at the anecdotal, you know, testimonials we, you know, received from people using it, a lot of it was based on inflammation. So we started looking at it as the anti-inflammatory, natural anti-inflammatory, and Bajo, it really does have those properties. But you know, as time went on and people were using more and more tea and drinking the water, they were reporting, in fact, that their blood pressure was dropping. You know, they were controlling mm. their blood pressure better, and they were losing weight. You know, adipose tissue was disappearing. Uh, diabetes, you know, the pre-diabetics, you know, they were better able to control the glycemia, your blood sugar level. So we started looking at that, and really, it's quite amazing because, you know, we could do so much in the in the test tube and vitro, but you know, before we could go into clinical trials using humans, we decided to go via an animal model, namely the rat model, because you can induce hypertension in rats, you can induce diabetes in rats. And this is done with colleagues from Tigerberg Hospital, from, from the Department of um, Physiology yeah. at Stellenbosch. And by looking at that, it was, in fact, very true what the Khoisan were reporting and what you know people were reporting from anecdotes. We were actually able to prove this in the, in, in the animal model. Amazing. I mean, you know, people you know, reporting that they had to use less sort of medication to control the glycemia. Well, true enough. You know, what we were able to show in the animal model, in the rat model, was that if the rat was diabetic by feeding them water every day, the blood sugar was completely controlled within two, three weeks. Yeah. So, so Prof, when we look at this kind of research, obviously the research is it's around healthy um, uh, supporting health. I mean, this is not medical, uh, okay, now you can take this as a medicine. Now, I want to make it very sure that people should be very careful. You know, I don't want people out there to say, oh, well, in that case, I'm going to stop my, you know, hypertension medication today. I'm not going to take my, um, you know, diabetes medication. It could help. I mean, we see this as a healthy supplement that one could supplement every day with to get better health. Yeah. And in some cases, it may lead to the point where they no longer need medication, but it has to be done under medical supervision. That yeah. is very, very important. Prof, is, is, are we saying that buchu has like some of the same um, responses to health that um, rooibos would have? You know, rooibos is, is very well known for its anti, um, antioxidant activ- 
Yeah. Again, you know, the rooibos is also part of the fynbos, but different different family. Um, obviously, also with medicinal properties, but I do believe that the buchu has the most um, undiscovered benefit to date. You know, I mean, we all know about rooibos, drink rooibos, and what have you. Yeah. But buchu is a fantastic, you know, detox. It lowers blood pressure. It can maintain, you know, glycemia. Um, Amazing. Ama- I mean, it's a pharmacy in a particular in, in one particular plant. But uh, you know, I'm not saying it's better than than rooibos. Rooibos is very different. Yeah. But definitely, buchu has definitely other properties that rooibos does not display. I do hear that you can also turn buchu into brandy as well. <laughs> well, you know, I think you know a lot of the old folks out there listening that say, "Now we know why Granny used to make buchu brandy." Yeah. You know, Granny used to take dried leaves and soak it in brandy, and apparently. At the times when people were, you know, suffering with a bit of a common cold or, you know, flu, that's what they drank. And yeah. in fact, you know, to joke about it, they would say they would drink enough until they would see three hats at the bottom of the bed and they would cure it. <laughs> I think it was mainly from too much brandy. But just to touch, Michelle, on the, on the um, royal tea, in fact, it was. It was extremely expensive. And because it was only grown in South Africa, they were exporting it to the U.S. and the U.K., yeah. And uh, it was very expensive. That's why it was only the royals could afford it. An anecdote says, well, you know, myth says that apparently when the Titanic went down, oh. she went down with bales of dried buchu leaves on board. Yeah. So it goes back as long as that, you know. So can one overdose on it? No, no, that's, that's the beauty. Most of these molecules that have these medicinal properties are all water-soluble. Now, being water-soluble is a big advantage. Yeah. And that is you can really drink loads of it, but you will you know, excrete it. It's very different if you're dealing with molecules which are fat-soluble because then they go and sit in the fat deposits, and it takes a long time for you to leach those molecules out of your system. But being water-soluble, there's no toxicity whatsoever. It's been used for many, many years in the yeah. flavor industry. Used, you know, I mean, flavor industry, the fragrance industry, you know, people think they're eating black currant ice cream. In the meantime, it hasn't seen a single black currant. It's more than likely the buchu oil yeah. distillate has been used to flavor the ice cream. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about the fact that um, rooibos tea, the, we, we, how we had to make sure that we owned the naming rights to rooibos. Are we going to yes. have the same issue with buchu as well? Well, I think what we do, what we have to acknowledge is that we owe the indigenous knowledge to the Khoi family. That is, we have to, to acknowledge that. You know, us Westerners, we came along, we saw the people using the product or the leaves, and it's only now that we're putting signs to the, to the use of, those, of the plant. Yeah. And what's really great is that the company that, you know, we've been doing the research for here has actually signed an agreement with the Khoi um, Trust yeah. That, that you get a kickback from the sale of the person. And I think they owe it to the Khoi people. They, they actually carry the, the indigenous knowledge. So actually the IP sits with um, the indigenous uh, Khoi and it sits with, their, with them uh, even as right. we move so, this forward. Exactly. It's, a share, it's an IP shareholding agreement that's been put in place. So, you know, they do, they do um, they get recognized that they have the indigenous knowledge. And if one wanted to buy a, a buchu to, to make tea, where would, where, where would one get it? You know, you, you can get it from a lot of health shops. And, you know, a lot of the little health shops or little boutiques on, on the West Coast, etc., they sell bags of the dried leaves. So yeah. people can either buy the dried leaves and make their own sort of tea. Then you also get the tea bags already pre-made, and now the tea Tea bags are mixed with buchu and you know, lemongrass, etc. Beautiful, beautiful detox type of teas. 
Yeah. And um, other ones, other products derived from the oil of the, of the plant is in fact now being encapsulated. There are creams for the skin application. So it's a wide, wide product range with, with fantastic benefits. Sounds like something we should all be taking. Professor Definitely. Patrick Butch, co-founder of Synexa Life Sciences and professor of immunology at Stellenbosch University. Another great uh, herb to come out of South Africa. And there are plenty of herbs that come out of this country.